no, he doesn't play for City. Why not? But I mean, you got a tattoo for them, so why wouldn't? I why did wouldn't check you play it out. Them? Check it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice plug. Put it up to the camera, bud. It's right in front of you. Why are you? Yeah. Can't go that, that way, but yeah. It, it didn't make you any better player, though. How do we know? We haven't played in a while. We haven't, we so. haven't played since. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, I just know. Because your shots either go way above the goal or they're a banger. So maybe it docked you up. Like your shooting's not like a 51. Okay, 51. <laughs> yeah. So your, your one time a game that piss. you managed to get up enough energy to get into the final third. Oh, you're talking to me? Yes. yes. Oh, I, that happens like three times a game. Three times a game. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Shin splints. <laughs> Bro, that was bad. Those were bad for a while. Uh, <laughs> the only reason I haven't felt it is because I haven't done anything active in... My finishing percentage is better than yours. Whoa! It is, because I've only taken one shot and made that shot. So... I can't, I can't argue with that. Yeah. I can't. And he knows that I'm a better, better penalty taker than him, so... Because of the one penalty. Oh, you know who's a terrible penalty taker? Let's throw it to Dave going over the <laughs> fence from the spot. Dave. Oh. Oh, he's oh. not here again. Oh. What are you doing, bud? That's poor. Poor from you. Well, you know what else is poor? Our form. Well, eh, no, it's poor from last game. Our defensive form. So I don't know if you got either one of you guys went back and watched Poppy's press conference. Uh, I'm sorry, English is hard. Very. Um, press conference after the game. Mm-hmm. But he said it's a, it's disappointing because every single game there's been a different aspect of the game that's been lacking. So like today, last match, our defense was poor, to beyond that, poor. And there's reasons for that. And um, this game, you know, or in games before that, they were the ones that were keeping us on just even in the matches. So... It's disappointing, especially when your attack finally starts to show something that now your defense is just shambolic, I guess is the word for it. I mean, there's a reason for it being shambolic, and that's Antonio Carlos going out injured. Schlegel coming in, he's been good for us, whether it's in goal or at center back. Um, But missing Antonio Carlos in the current form that he's in and has been in this whole season is a loss that we weren't prepared to take nor can we really take at this point and we got to rely on Schlegel and Thomas Williams too and to be to be fair to Schlegel it's hard to come into a game in the 30th minute and just get up to the pace of the game like usually as a substitute you're going to be coming in in the second half to come in early in the first half is kind of hard to get up to pace Mm -hmm. and have communication with the guys around you but we're definitely going to need someone to step up there. Yeah, so I think that's something we'll get into a little bit later is how each one of us would react now to Antonio's absence. But Chicago comes back. We have, we meet again, I guess, is the way yeah. to say it. Let's hope we don't have the same referee No, from the other game that we played them. God. And let's yeah. hope that we have the same attack that we had last week this time around um last time out against chicago in soldier field was a very slow game boring game i guess to say it was a slow game but we were the better team yes of the two 
better team of the two, but the result didn't reflect that. Mm. Well, it should have. It should have. It should have. But I don't, I'm trying to find his name. I'm sorry. I was going to say he had a, a shitter of a game. But I, I, as it should, Footmob took the referee's name off. Yeah, because it was a shambolic performance. I'm sure there'll be something right next to me here showing you the actual name yeah. of the guy. But you, my friend, see yourself out of officiating forever. I see. I'm, I'm trying to you're find You're looking it right for now. the name. You're just you're just digging right now. But to be fair, somehow Chicago is undefeated, which they shouldn't be, but. I do think we match up well to them. We do match up well, but it's a better matchup for us. Yeah. Especially in the current like the current form that they've been in. They're winning, they're drawing, drawing. they're not they're finding ways not to lose, which is what you want to do because if you can get a point, you're you're chilling, especially in away games. But here we should have beat them in their own backyard. We should beat them in our own backyard. 100%, yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely we should go out there and look the better team. We're, especially with the way our attack looked last week, man. Like, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. yes. It was very nice. It was finally nice to see them pretty much 100% click together. Mm -hmm. We hadn't fully seen it up until now. We saw um, little sparks of it against the Galaxy. Right. Basically in the ninth minute when, uh, when Kara crosses into Facundo. We finally see them all kind of gelling together and working as a unit to get up the pitch and then find that final product to put in the back of the net. Yeah, there was one goal that was called off, and there were two opportunities that, if we don't have a better keeper facing us, we're, we're finding the back. I'd of argue net three, there. but two, one of them not being the keeper. The two, the header from Kara and mm -hmm. Pato, right, at the far mm -hmm. post. And then Joao's header in the 90th minute. They yeah. went over the crossbar. Yeah. Could have been, that could have been a 5-4 game. <sighs> Screamer. But, didn't go our way. Nope. Chicago's last time out, who did they face, boys? Do we know off the top of our heads? I don't know off the top of my head, but I got it right here. They drew 0-0 to FC Dallas. We were watching that at Harper Yeah, Kill. we were. Yeah, because you chose to watch the nil-nil draw <laughs> and not watch the 4-3 Cincinnati I didn't game. know they had ESPN Plus there. It would have been a lot different. <laughs> what do you think we were watching the previous match on? I don't know. Something. Something. <laughs> TV. It was, it was a La Liga match. That's what mm. it was. It's like, what? It's on ESPN You Plus. know what? I knew we were going to face them next week. I want to see what they're about. And they, they aren't about anything. They're about nil-nil draws, apparently. They got three in their last five. The other two matches are a 2-0 win and a 3-1 win. Your stomach is going off. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, they beat uh, Sporting Kansas City 3-1, and they beat DC. <laughs> so laugh in your stomach. Yeah. We <laughs> move. <laughs> so they haven't, obviously they haven't lost this season, but they also haven't found a way to win, I guess I could say, tough games. Yeah, well, just looking specifically back at their game against FC Dallas possession mm -hmm. stat, take a guess at who. Uh, before I look, I'm going I'm going close to 50-50, even though it's probably nothing close to that. 
You just looked over there, yeah. bro, because yeah. I looked over there. Is it close to 50-50? It's it is split. 50-50. I, I, in the middle. I expected 50-50. it to be more Dallas just from the minutes that we watched that game. I mean, passes, accurate passes, 402 for Chicago, mm-hmm. 393 for Dallas. Like, we're looking at two teams, two defensive teams that are just going to sit and hope for the opportunities to present themselves. We saw those attacks in that game, didn't we? Yeah. The, the moment of the game. <laughs> yeah. The El Juego so de bad. Momento. That, I don't even remember what happened. What happened. It was like, that was me making fun, because it was on two and That was me making fun of it. He was really like, what does that even mean? It was <laughs> The moment of the game was a scuff shot right at the keeper where it should have at least been put somewhere where the keeper had to make a save mm. and not hold on to it. I'll find a clip and, and throw it I in here. but. That was the El Momento de Juego, if I have that right. <laughs> it's just, it's poor. They don't have, they brought in Prisbilko, I think that's how you say it, from yeah. from Philly, and they brought in Shakiri, But they haven't been able to, except for in, I guess, a sporting game where they scored three goals, find that attacking prowess that they were looking for bringing those guys in. So I don't, I don't they know. They needed something, obviously, yeah. but it's just, it hasn't clicked for them yet. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not going to, because those are quality players. So, yeah. for MLS level, they are they can go out there any day of the week and turn it up. And it would be very Orlando City-esque to let them come into our house nope. and just turn it up. It's not happening. But it would be Orlando City. It would, City-esque. but it's yeah. not happening. we well, got to make our home field a fortress where we don't lose. Well, and It could very well be. It comes down to our three points from last week mm-hmm. where we said something about we needed to show out, especially yeah. after the men's national team game. Granted, it was a very good showing for the weather that we had, the inclement re- weather. Yeah, it was like 16,600. 16, yeah. Decent, but like... One o'clock on a Saturday. What, what else do you yeah. have to do? There's no football on. There's European football. Hometown club is playing. No, yeah, it's got to be more important to you. Yeah, it has to be. We will never get the MLS to the level that we want, all of us want, if that doesn't happen. I love Arsenal. I've supported them for since before Orlando City. Mm-hmm. Yep. But this is my hometown club, mm-hmm. so any day of the week I will forfeit watching an Arsenal match on my TV to be in the walls cheering for my hometown club. Yeah. Uh, in the Champions League final, I would say. I mean, if if the MLS schedules matches the same day as the Champions League final, that's just boring. Yeah, well, schedules don't run that way because we're in the offseason then, so it was a stupid comment for me, but I was just thinking back to last season because I definitely would have been mm. watching oh, Chelsea yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the Champions League final. Yeah, well, I mean... One o'clock on a Saturday. I know it's it's gonna be hot, but we gotta show out. There's roof canopies for a reason. We have to. Mm-hmm. There's also beer showers for a reason. <laughs> water coolers being launched at you. You know the, the yeah, clubs, yeah, yeah. You know. Yep. If you sit in the wall, you get free water thrown at you to cool you down. So it happens. It's even so, more reason to pack the wall. I mean, our stadium is built in the fashion it's built for a reason. Mm-hmm. It is on top of the pitch for a reason. And for the past two seasons, I don't think we've been using it to that advantage. Two seasons ago, I give it an excuse. COVID, stadium capacity limitations right, and stuff yeah. like that. Last year, there's no reason. 
even this year. Every single game wasn't like the Atlanta game, the season opener. You know what I mean? Mm. I turned around and I looked up in the wall and I got chills. You know what I mean? Because that's what it was built for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we got to show out. I know we'll be there. I know that we will be screaming our heads off and cheering for these boys, but mm-hmm. everybody else has to show out. You know what I mean? It's It's got to become a passion. We all say it's a passion, but is it really, though? Averaging, I think I saw something that said we average like, could be totally wrong, like 13K a game, which is kind of shambolic mm-hmm. for 20, it's right around 50% capacity at that point for a 25,800 seater stadium. So it just needs to go up that extra level. Like, yeah, we haven't been a perennial MLS playoff club, except for the past two years we've made the playoffs. So you would think that would bring that extra spark into the stadium. That's why I'm so confused, because in, like, 2016-17, when we were poor, we were still averaging 20, 22,000 a game. And now we're actually good, and we actually have a team that we should get behind. <clears throat> and we're averaging yeah. 13,000. Well, you should always be behind your team. I know, but, like, for the average person that's just watching Orlando City, yeah. would you rather go to a team that's not playing well or a team that makes the playoffs consistently? Well, if, that's an obvious question to answer, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm so confused on why our attendance has been so so low. Yeah, well, you lost the casual fan when you started playing poorly. It's it's way easier to lose somebody than it is to bring them back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to bring them back, you have to show them not getting knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, not getting the sixth seed, not getting the seventh seed. You have to get that home playoff match, then continue that. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's not in our culture here to support a, a football club. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call it a soccer club, but yeah, it, it, you it was here, it was here when we were winning USL championships and trying to get ourselves into the MLS. Then we got into the MLS and people were excited. We packed like sixty, seventy thousand people into the into the Citrus Bowl. Everybody was excited. We averaged, like, I think we had the second highest average attendance mm-hmm. in MLS the first yeah. two seasons we were there. And then it just went downhill after that because we, we weren't playing well. We didn't have the squad. And then people were like, eh, all right, we moved into a 25,000-seater stadium. Let's average 15K. Let's so here's my call, I guess, my charge for everybody that's listening to us right now. Because you are the avid supporters like us, the people that truly care about this club and the way this club's going to grow. We're going into a World Cup year, and the sport of football is going to be put on more than anybody else's, more than anything. Let's get people into the stadiums. Let's show them what we're about. No? I've never brought anybody to that stadium. Once they're inside that wall and they've been like, you you can go ahead and take care of that. Once they're inside of that wall, they're not like, I'm never going to come back and do this again. Yeah. They're like, they're asking me, it's, as we're walking out of the stadium, how do I go about getting season tickets? How do I go about, you know, da 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 yeah. So we're coming into a crossroads for our, our league, right? Yeah. It's on us to create that passion, to, to formulate that that growth, and let's get after it, no? Yeah. I'm going to turn that into, oh, I can't even speak. Okay. I'm going to turn that into a Joey Diaz. Well, you've done the clip of him saying, like, wake up, motherfuckers. Let's do it.
Wake up, motherfuckers. Get up, cocksuckers, it's all over. There. I mean, you, you're not, wait, do you know the clip I'm talking about? Yeah, but I'm just, I just needed to get that out there. All right, fair. So, I guess, uh, switching gears a little bit back to our club, mm-hmm. specifically. We suffered a huge loss last week, and uh, we're not going to be seeing the return of Antonio Carlos until late season. Mm-hmm. It's a it's, tough sight. It's a tough sight, but we move. We have to. That's got to be the mentality. It's It sucks that we had a season-defining moment so early in the season for us. <laughs> but that's what it is. We can't, we can't shy away from that. But I trust an Oscar. Yeah. We have a ton of talent on that squad. We have a ton of young talent on that squad. So are you saying the young talent comes in in Thomas Williams? So, yeah. Um, I guess we can – let's just get into it. Hit the lineups. Hit the lineups and um, how we all are going to react to this uh, Antonio Carlos issue. So, yes. I am going to have Thomas Williams coming into my lineup. I have it saved here. I just want to pull it up. Um, the reason I have him coming in is because I see I want to see a shift in formation for us. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. I would like to see a three-back come in for us. I want to see a 3-4-3. A lot like your club over in England plays mm-hmm. in Chelsea. Um, a little bit different, though, than the way that you guys play with Pulisic and Mount, where Pulisic ships up top. We would stay more traditional 3 4 3. I have Schlegel on the left, or well, Pedro Ungle, obviously. obviously yeah. Left center back is going to be Schlegel. Center, central center back is going to be uh, Robin Janssen. And then on the right, I would like to have Thomas Williams. Now, when I get to my midfield, you will see why I did that. Left midfielder is going to be Benji. Central, right. one of our our first central midfielder is going to be Mauricio. Our second central midfielder is going to be Cesar Araujo. Our right mid is going to be Kyle Smith. So the reason I put them on that right side is because. Thomas is over there, obviously. That's why I put the two of them over there. It gives us a little bit more defensive ability there. Yeah. We're obviously, we're going to play the same style where our midfielders are going to want to get forward. But I trust Kyle Smith defensively more than I trust Benji. I trust Kyle Smith more defensively than I trust Vanderwater. And realistically, right now, we need to put out better defensive performances. Mm-hmm than offensive performances, because up top, Facundo, Caro, and Pato are all firing, and they're playing well. That's where you're going with? Left winger is going to be Facundo, oh, yeah. central forward is going to be Caro, right winger is going to be Pato. Mm-hmm. Not a bad you, shot, You no? bring a compelling argument. Yeah. Obviously, our midfield will shift. Mauricio will get a little bit more forward. Araujo will sit a little bit more back. Benji shows the work rate to get up and back. Kyle Smith has never made me feel like he can't get up and back the pitch. Yeah. So he's going to be expected to do that in that in that role. So 
I've been I've been playing around with it a lot. I've been I was thinking about the three five three or the three five two, you know. Not going with the Simeone five five zero. No, <laughs> we'll never. <laughs> we need to we need to play exciting football still because our our attack is clicking. So we need yeah. to keep continuing to play on that. But we need to sure up our defense mm-hmm. with, especially with the absence that we're we're going through. So I think that gives us the ability to stay still play forward. But yeah, so. It's a shout. We'll never see it, but if I was in Oscar's shoes, that's what I would personally do. Sure. You know what is interesting about that? Uh, you said Benji left mid, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly, we have this guy coming in. Gaston Gonzalez? Gaston Gonzalez. Oh, he, he plays just, yeah. that, like, literally that role. He's so good defensively, and when he gets forward, he's has an amazing ball in. He's good with his feet. And he's just like, he comes from the Argentine, Argentina league, mm-hmm. and he he would sl- slide in there perfectly. So if that's something we were to start trying to play for him to come in to this team, I wouldn't be mad about it. Honestly, I mean, I've been calling for it for since two years ago, I guess, with the players that we had on our roster and the stuff like that. I wanted to see. Schlegel, Carlos Johnson on the pitch. I wanted to see Juan and Joao at that point. You and, know. Yeah. And Keep ideally, you would want Juan to be where Kyle Smith is because how his pace. Yeah, really. he's, he's pacey. You know? But right now, the form is just not there. Smith should be starting him. And you can't yeah. continue to keep putting him in the team if his form is not good because Facts. he will not continue. He will not get good form. He has to be able to get a little break, come off the bench, and Com- regain confidence. Get him himself. off the bench, man. You know who Ruan is right now? He is a pacey Marcus Alonso that can't put a ball in. Yeah, and you know who Oscar Pereira is right now? Oh, Thomas Tuchel, who continues to play him. Was Marcus out there today? No. He played against Brentford, but other than that, he's he's played Malang Sarr left back and forth back before Marcus Alonso. Well, because today was a Champions League match, buddy. All right, that is talk for later. You already kind of started talking about lineups, so you're going to go ahead and hit yours. I'm not really going to change it much from last match. I'm going to have Galese, Matinho, Janssen, Schlegel, Smith. And then midfield, I'd have Araujo, Urso. And Pereira. And up top, I'd have Torres, Cara, and Pato. I think uh, Schlegel, like, practicing all week with the first team, communicating with Janssen, Galese, and his midfield, he's going to come in more prepared for the moment, is what I'm hoping. But, I don't know. I don't don't think we really changed much because our attack started clicking very well last match. And our midfield, to be honest. So, I just don't want to switch it up too much. But I could definitely... I would not be opposed to seeing the 3-4-3 either. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely don't want to see us changing a whole lot either. But for me, it just all defensively went awry as soon as Antonio stepped out of that mm-hmm. and as much as we like Schlegel and as much as we appreciate him and as you know that wasn't good what he did when he came in that game you know what I mean it wasn't the greatest yeah so hopefully yes you come you come in and you you get 
time with the squad and stuff like that, and he looks better. But no. if, if we see another performance <laughs> like where our defense is not being compact and coming to, it's like I said on the last podcast, I definitely want to see something mm-hmm. more like that. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm going with kind of your same formation, but I'm going 3-5-2. Mm-hmm. Two, two CDMs, then kind of that same kind of front three-ish that you see uh, in the four-two-three-one that we play, mm-hmm. except my back three is going to be Joao Moutinho and, or, sorry, Joao Janssen and Schlegel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with that back three, three. Joao really didn't do much to lose his spot in that, and then why not take Ruan out of the lineup, go into right mid, I would throw uh, Sylvester in there. You still have that defensive presence on the right side. Yeah, I just think he needs minutes. I say this every single podcast at this point. Um, then the two CDMs, I'm going to stick with Araujo and Urso. Araujo is now at four yellow cards on mm-hmm. the season, I believe, so one more and he's suspended. Might as well get it over with, is my thinking there. Urso has been good for us pretty much all season. Uh, then on the left mid, I'm going Benji. Agreeing with you there. Um, attacking mid, it's going to be Pereira. Pereira. And then up top, uh, what? I'm just waiting for these two strikers to come in. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm deciding between Facundo and Cara or Facundo and Pazzo. I don't know. So that, this is, like I said, another formation that I've been playing around with since it happened as well. Same exact lineup as you, um, except I put... Kyle Smith in there instead of Joao because I had mm. Joao playing that more advanced role at the left mid than Benji in this 3-5-2. Yeah. Um, but the two-striker look hasn't looked too good for us all year, and that's what kind of pushed me towards yeah. the 3-4-3. The three, three. You're not wrong, but at this point, I think with a three-back, you need a little bit more defensive help, especially in the MLS. So with the two CDMs, instead of just relying on, I think you put Araujo in there, mm-hmm. right, with Mauricio, and then Mauricio would go up. I, I would just rather have the two CDMs and then Mauricio in there also. Definitely a, a better a better look overall. I just, if I was going to do that, my two up top would be Facundo and Cara. I don't think you can take Pato out. Well, that's the... At, like, at all. It's the That's the issue, is switching yeah. to the new formation, is I, I took Urso out of my squad mm-hmm. he's but our he's top goal scorer yeah. on the season you know what I mean like but you gotta make sacrifices to try to search sure up you know what I mean like what we realistically need from this game in my opinion is a, for us to put a solid team out there that is gonna go out and put a strong defensive showing mm-hmm. and allow our attackers to go out there and do what they do yeah I would say we also we need to come out and control the game I feel like that's like an every game kind of thing mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're coming off of a 4-2 loss to LA where we had 61% of possession, I believe. Yeah. But then they had they only had four shots on target and four goals. So if we control this game, they're not gonna Chicago's not gonna have the same attacking prowess that LAFC had. Mm-hmm. So if we control this game, I feel like it's gonna be an easier oh, win. For sure, it could be a much easier win. I think that's where, in my opinion, like the two of us put the three back out there. Mm-hmm. 
when you play a three back, you have to establish a much higher line. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can sit back. You yeah. can't. You can't just let the three of them sit there at the top of your box. You know what I mean? Like you don't see Chelsea sit back and let them take you or don't let see Chelsea take sit back. You don't yeah. see Barcelona sit back when they played that three back years ago. They. You don't see Madrid sit back ever. You don't. See, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we cannot be that, and especially nope. against a team like Chicago. Because <laughs> yeah, if their attackers decide, oh, this is the game that we're we're popping up and making a name for ourselves, and we're gonna be caught out again. Yeah, so who are you going to be in your top two? Yeah, I don't think you ever finalized that. Yeah, you don't. I'm still very intrigued. Ah. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I, you, I'm going Facundo and Pato. Ooh, Cara coming off the bench? Yeah, if Pato, I mean, but you can't, you can't count Pato out of a game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is it could be the 80th minute, and he's one of those guys that he has so much experience playing in so many different leagues in Europe that he could just pick out a pass that even Mauricio wouldn't see. So it's just kind of like, do you really want to take him out? Do you take Facundo out? Or do you even take Benji out of that left mid pot slot, mm-hmm. uh, oh, put Facundo out there, and then throw Cara and Pato up top? So that gives you more choices. My thing is, is that left mid in a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-3 or 3-5-2 is going to be expected to have more defensive responsibilities. And yes, we see Facundo track back. Mm -hmm. Not that he doesn't want to do it. But the only reason we'd be making an attacking sub of that kind is if we're down 1-0 or we're down... Or, or sorry, oh, so you're saying Facundo coming in for Benji, or you're saying Facundo starting that left mid? I'm saying Facundo and and, uh, Pato up top. Right. Then I would bring... Kara on for Benji and throw Facundo out left and have Kara okay, and Pato yeah, no, on top. I'm on the same yeah, page yeah. with you. Got you. I thought you were saying start Facundo in the left mid spot over Benji. No, and no, no. I was like, the reason I wouldn't do that. No. But, hey, I wouldn't be mad if Oscar doesn't rewrite the wheel here and sticks with your like for like change there. Put Schlegel in and just, you know, take Juan out of the squad because he didn't have a good match. He hasn't had good matches all season. Yeah. I'm just excited for this attack. Finally, they finally look competent, and it's it's good to see. And I hope Carr gets on the score sheet. I hope he scores a goal. He needs. He needs. He needs he's assisted too, so you can't really take anything away from him because he he does all the right things. He gets in space. He just, finds other options that are better. He like puts he, it on the plate of Facundo's yep. head. Yeah, I just, as an Arsenal fan, I guess it makes me mad. Not mad, but if it's going to make me mad if he doesn't start goal, scoring goals but continues to do all the right things because we Lock see it, Alexander Lacazette <laughs> hasn't scored since December of last year, but he continues to do all the other stuff right. He gets assists, yeah. he plays everybody the ball right, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but we actually have that other striker in Pato that scores the goals as to where Arsenal has Eddie and Gedia. Well, you see, you, you're saying Pato... <laughs> But uh, Saka plays the exact same position as Pato in the exact same formation for Arsenal. So Yet Pato is what thirty playing uh, 30, in the MLS, my thirty two playing in the MLS. All right. All right, we'll save this for later. Yep. Um, which you guys should stay tuned to. Uh, we're gonna start trying something out here. We really need some feedback from you guys, whether or not you like it or not. We uh, we all watch all the European leagues, somewhat. I'd say we focus on the Premier League a lot mm-hmm. and La Liga. Serie A. 
material. Yeah, I just finished the podcast out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> stay tuned for some clips from the other podcast called We Speak Football, where we'll just be sitting here talking about some of the stuff that happens over there. But um, thank you guys for tuning in again. Be sure to check our Instagram at OCFanTV, our Twitter at OCFanTV22, our TikTok, which should be up and running here in the next couple of days, at OCFanTV. Yeah. And uh, most likely, if you're watching this right now, you're watching it on our Spotify or on YouTube. So you already know what that is. But And uh, we'll get that second camera fixed at yeah. some point. And they just blame Canon for making a camera that stops recording after like 12 minutes. Yeah, if you know anything about the uh, Canon cutting out after 12 minutes, put that in the comments. Let us know, too. please. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. But until then, you get to look at my beautiful face at the end of these podcasts. I'm so, so sorry. The links are here. We'll see you guys uh, at the stadium after the game outside Gate C. These two boys will be there with some other people. Fan reactions. Let's get these three points. We need these three Let's points. Go. We do need these three points. Until then, we'll see you on the next one. Um,